Hey, I am Mustafa Sharif, and thank you for listening or watching Urbanistica podcast slash talks. Unfortunately, we're still facing the coronavirus, but I'm happy that the music is still on. And today in this episode, I'm super excited because we're going to talk about the Digital Music Festival. I have the pleasure to welcome my guest, Selou Hadar, the project leader of the Online Digital Music Festival. Hey, Soliha. Hello. How are you doing? I'm good, even though the terms are quite interesting, but otherwise I'm good. Thank you so much for uh, joining and for giving your time, inspiration. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited for this talk. It's going to be really cool. I'm, I'm looking forward. Yes, me too. Well, uh, tell us more about you. Um, well, I have a background as a PR manager uh, since almost four years back. I started at a record label where I worked with PR and campaigns and marketing and worked with festivals and live shows. And now I actually just, like a few months back, I started at Jubel where I'm at now, and my profession here is like an all-round profession. I think I work with PR and uh, label as a label manager and with marketing and project leader stuff. <laughs> yeah, and you're based in Stockholm, right? I'm based in Stockholm. And in Ubel, is it like a, a company for organize, organizing musical festivals or what are the... It's um it's called um an agency, so it's like an artist agency rather than a record label or a booking label. Um, we have different different um how to say areas where actually artists can they they can provide no we can provide them with our help or our like expertise. So we have a few people who works with just release and marketing and PR. And then we have a few people working with only love stuff and booking tours and shows. And then we have like a creative part as well, um, where they do music videos and graphic design. And we also have like events and brands. So events and brands, they work with festivals and work with big companies to uh, implement more music and cultural stuff uh, within like I don't know, within those companies so it's really nice we do everything yeah it's almost I wanted to tell you like uh, so basically you're, do you're doing everything yeah yeah we are from like 180 agency where we actually can help both companies and artists with uh, the cultural parts yeah and how big is your team or the team working in the we're, we are 20 plus something, so we're quite many. That's great. Yeah. And do you have like uh, offices in, uh, all around Sweden or you're all based in Stockholm? We're all based in Stockholm. How do you, how do you find the corona situation? How does it affect your work? Um, it affects the work quite a lot, um, especially when it comes to the live part. Um, but I mean, we do, since we do a lot of releases, we do it digital. Um, so, I mean, 
it actually affects us, but it doesn't make it that it's getting worse. We just find it as a challenge. Uh, so you can, we thought about doing live stuff, but let's do it in another way than that you have to be physical, that you have to be on site and see an artist. Why not use more of the digital part of the world and just send everything live through through the internet? Yeah. Um, and that actually made our team actually go much stronger. And we're just like providing each other with a lot of ideas and we're talking on how we can implement the music in different ways than just the regular one where you have to be on site to see an artist perform. Yeah. Do you had also this moment of panic? Of, oh my God, what do we need to do? We need to cancel all, so many shows and so on. Or how did you manage to pass through that moment? I mean, it's hard for everyone. I think that like, no, it's very obvious that our, the, all the live booking companies or agencies, they're quite in a, in a pickle right now. Um, so, but the best thing is not to panic and actually just get like more involved, like all our, like all the different areas here at UBED, we're actually working together as a big team and actually working on doing other stuff to like, to minimize that catastrophe um, and just make it better and just make it better. Well, and is is that how you came with the idea to organize it, a digital music festival? Yeah, I mean, you since social media is so, it's so out there and social media is so, it's like an obvious thing to use. So we actually kind of took it for granted, I think, because like when artists do like their live shows and stuff like on Instagram and stuff, I mean, you're always excited to see it, but you only see it like a, a couple of minutes and then you're quite done. Yeah. Um, so it's like, it's very nice to actually use this live stuff because you're actually reaching out to more, to plenty more people when you do everything online. So we thought about, we talked a lot and then we were like, okay, so what kind of industries are gonna gain on Corona? Like when, like, what kind of parts and platforms. And then you can see like Netflix, Netflix and all those kind of streaming shows, like and all these theories and shows, they got like so many views because people are just inside, they're yeah. indoors. Um, so we thought about like, why not do a festival where actually you can feel like you can chill in your sofa or in your bed and see like a full performance with one of the biggest artists in Sweden right now. So we actually brought that idea and then we just did it in a few days. Wow. <laughs> I was days. also I was also watching the festival, but I was thinking like were you were you not like scary? Ah, oh, this is not gonna be so good, you know, because there are always some dark sides of, of the story. Yeah. I mean you have to work if as as long as you actually believe in what you're creating, it's gonna be like, it's gonna, it's gonna be, how can I say it? I mean, as long as you believe in your work and in your creativity and in your, and in your team, it will actually become a success. Uh, if you ever have any doubts, I think that 
maybe you should take like another round and just think about it and just be more cautious. But I mean, I was, I mean, me and my team, we've been super, super, super joined and as a group and we teamed up with everything we spoke about like pros and cons and we just did it we believed in the whole show i mean of course you get kind of scared because you don't know if you're going to reach out to people but somewhere in the back of your mind you know that it will become a success wow um now i'm so inspired and now looking forward to hear like the story behind the 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 online digital festival like tell me how how did you start contact with the artist the contact with the audience yeah um i mean we worked together with uh, uh, two media platforms uh and gaffa and they're like they have a big audience of like a, a whole range of um, viewers and listeners and readers. Uh, so we worked with them and they helped us to actually get out with the whole idea, uh, the whole concept. Uh, but it started off actually as my my boss just texted the whole, the whole company and he was like, hey, we should do this. What do you think? <laughs> and then we took a meeting and then we were just like, hey, yeah, let's do this. Okay, let's reach out to artists. So we contacted the artists that we have here at Ubel and we contacted like friends and they helped us out with like I mean everything happens like in a heartbeat like in an instant yeah because you get this like adrenaline kick <laughs> and you just want to get it out and then we just like contacted people we contacted like amazing sponsors who helped us with the whole thing otherwise the production wouldn't like be be done and then we were at the amazing and historical studio called Sound Trade Studios, and the guys working there they helped us a lot with the like with the whole technique and the sound system and everything. So, I mean, we we've been working with a lot of great people, and without them, this wouldn't it wouldn't have been possible. Yeah, and mm-hmm. actually, it's visible on the show that the the team behind the show is great, and there is a like a how do you call it? There's a great harmony in between the team members. That that's how I received when you, when the the, the festival was on, mm-hmm. and I was thinking. So so the, the basically the concept of the festival is that you you bring different artists physically in one mm-hmm. place, mm-hmm. and you do it digitally. Like the consuming is a done digitally, right? Yeah, exactly. So we had this um, company called We Scream You. Uh, which is like an um, uh, it's a production company where they film everything. So they had all the technique with the uh, recording of the whole show. So they provided us with their help and they recorded the whole thing. And then we and they streamed it through. Uh, they con- they connected the the cameras to YouTube and to another page called Twitch, which which is a really huge online site yeah. you can watch online gaming and stuff um and so without them this wouldn't have been aired so it was great so they helped us with that part because i am not technical when it comes to recording <laughs> <laughs> i'm just like i'm just like a great planner and creative well <laughs> so that's how things that's i would how, yeah that's how a great team is being like yeah, different, exactly. people, different skills 
Yes, exactly. So we've had, like, yeah, we've had a really great range of people who's been helping us with the whole thing. Fantastic. Was it the same, mm -hmm. the same feeling or the same process when you plan for a real show instead of like a plan for a digital show? Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's. I think it's quite. Maybe it's odd for the for the artists since they are used to having like a whole audience in the same room. I think that a few of them said like, yeah, this is kind of weird that no one is actually like singing along. <laughs> no one is no one is actually like screaming or but then they were like, but we kind of like this. <laughs> because since we're not allowed to be that many people in a room, we were very, very like restricted. Uh, so the only people who were in the room while recording was the only people like it was the guys who recorded the whole thing and then uh, and a few from our team who had to be there to make sure that everything was uh, all, all said and done. Yeah. And I'm mm -hmm. also like wondering because this show was for free, it's on YouTube and so on. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Like was the idea to, to test and try how is it could be done or how do you make money? Yeah. Um, we like the, the thing why we do the whole thing. It's called Låt Live Leva. And in English, it's let live live. And it's because like the whole live industry has been affected by the coronavirus. And so the artists, they actually lose a lot of, like a, a big amount of their income uh, by not performing live. So we made this online, um, like I say, donation part as well, where people could swish yeah. for their favorite artists. So they could actually donate like any like what kind of number they wanted to um, uh, to their favorite artists. So this is mainly for the artists, not for us. So we just want to be like a platform for them uh, and actually make them perform and actually get like a little amount of money through Lot Live Leva. So this is just like a thing. We're actually you could say that we're doing this pro bono. We're doing it for the artists. Yeah, that's that's really great. I saw there are many yeah. other companies that uh, promoting to do okay a digital festival, a digital meeting. I uh, sorry, a digital mm -hmm. conferences, digital meeting, mm -hmm. and so on. But not mm -hmm. really that many that going for like a digital musical festival. Are you thinking now that you're in the front and you keep doing it, or what is the how to say? What's your reflection after the festival? Um, the reflection is that. I love that there is such a, how do you say, there is such a big, like, heart, uh, how do you say, I don't know, there, this is just like, I don't know what to say, but, I mean, I'm not saying that we're not the only one doing this, I can see that a lot of companies are doing this in different kind of ways, as you say, and a lot of uh, record labels are doing it as well, and I love it that people can actually be this creative into using um, their platforms and using the internet in such a more global way, um, so I'm just like very happy to see that a lot of companies are doing this, and that a lot of musicians are there to help other musicians who are actually struggling. And just like, it feels like this virus has actually connected people in a way. And I think that the, 
the rivalry in between companies are actually quite, it's not there. So people are actually rather helping each other than to working against each other. Um, so I'm super, I'm super excited to see what the outcome will be because lot like Lieva, it's going to be like an ongoing concept, but maybe in different, in different ways. You never know how the next one will be. Like, will it be an online thing for eight hours? Will it be just one hour during a weekday or, yeah. I mean, it could be, it could be anything. Yes. Of course, this is the special thing with the Corona time. Like, okay, it's super sad, yeah. but same time, people are coming together. Yeah. Mysterious things are happening. Like, people mm -hmm. becoming too creative, you know, mm -hmm. and just finding a new solution. Mm -hmm. but, and it's super exciting. Yeah, yeah. And also, how how does um, the calendar looks now in the next coming one or two months? Is there any shows gonna be? Yes, we're actually having a show quite soon. Um, I can't maybe say what date because you will see it on social media. <laughs> um, but we're actually planning um, a, a few more, a few more dates, uh, and we're we're very we're in the process of you know booking and finding right sponsors and stuff like that. Um, and just to make it in different kind of ways. Like I said before, we don't, we don't know how, but we're just gonna keep on implementing the name and just to be there for the artists and their musicians as well. Like yeah. everyone in their bands, like this is what they do as a day job and that they're not able to work with their day job. That's, that's the problem. That's an issue. Yeah. Yeah, so we're doing this for them. Yeah, but tell me, is it possible that like, because now the concept is that the artist should gather at one place and then you do the show. Mm -hmm. Is it possible mm -hmm. that the artist staying at home and doing it from home? I mean, we can. Yeah, you can do that as long as they have like the whole the right equipment. We haven't we haven't thought about that kind of way, but I mean, maybe we'll do it in the like in the future, you never know. But you can do it from home as well. Yeah, it depends. It's a lot of a lot of artists are doing it. Like it depends on, like in how the situation will be. Will it be like a total lockdown or stuff like that? Yeah. Then we have to come up with other solutions. Yeah, I think it's more about the technical question, right? Like if you have the right sound yeah. system and so on. Otherwise. Yeah. Did you get uh, a feedback from the audience that watching the mm -hmm. live show, like uh, if they were really like engaged in it or how was it? It was amazing. We got like a lot of live feedback. So people writing like, I think a few people saw it from other like cities, from other countries, people saying hi all the way from Mallorca and just like, People were just super excited. They said that this is amazing. Thank you for doing this. And like people said that, oh, I never heard this artist before. Thank you for, yeah, for having, for showing me them and stuff like that. So people are very, very happy and excited. And the fact that it's like a free concert because um, like, the thing with live shows, if an artist doesn't go on tour, maybe only does 
one show in Stockholm and a person living up north in Umeå, like what would that person, like that person, if he or she is not um, able to go to Stockholm, like how can I do? So this is like a thing for everyone. It's very, as long as you have internet, then you can watch it. It's very nice. Yeah. It's very mobile. Exactly. I, I like it because also it's it makes music accessible to everybody. Okay, with, with Wi-Fi connection, yes, but it's more uh, available. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And did you did you had like were you telling the the thing that you're receiving in the chat to the artist so they get more like adrenaline and energy or how was the because I, I understand it's a bit difficult for the artist like to perform for no audience, you know? Mm-hmm. Exactly. No, but they, they're amazing. I mean, these artists, they're, you can actually see that they're, they are artists. They're making music because they love what they're doing. So they gave the same energy as if they would be in a room with 2,000 people. But now they were in a room with like five. <laughs> <laughs> but they had like the same energy and it was, it was an amazing experience actually. And I'm super happy to actually be a part of this yeah super super interesting Mm -hmm. well now i I will take you to the to to more to my arena about the city planning and the smart cities Mm -hmm. well i'm interested Mm -hmm. to know what is a smart city for you you're working in the music industry and so what do you think is a smart city oh that's a hard question (laughs) um a smart city a smart city is a city who's actually combining cultures, different kind of cultures together. And actually, I don't know. I mean, I mean, a smart city is a smart city. It's <laughs> a smart city is the place where you can combine different kind of cultures together and actually gain from each other. So if I understand you correctly, it's more about a, a social city with people that open yeah. to each other, exchanging culture. Yeah, exactly. Exchanging culture and talking to each other and just like get inspiration from each other and be more talkative and communicative. Well, that's uh, really inspiring. Yeah. Yeah. And you believe that this going to be exchanging culture going to be more done online digitally than what do you think? Yeah. It feels like it because like when you see in the music industry, like people are actually getting a lot of different, like, mm, how to say, they, they actually take a little bit of this and that and doing it to their own music. Like you can see uh, that like hip hop or R&B or pop, they're actually like collecting a little, little bit of this from each other. Um, when they're, I think that like, the boundaries in between genres, it's not that big anymore. So people actually like taking help from each other and different kind of cultures and different kind of music genres and like mixing it up to their own. Yeah, which is really... It's really yeah. interesting. Exactly. Yeah. Because then we are, uh, people are more open to each other and yeah, accepting each other. And, uh, yeah, and I feel like the music is a the music is a really good thing in connecting people together, because we're we're in a world right now where everything is getting a bit dark, 
you know um i think that the music is actually putting a lot of light into it and that people would actually get like you get happy by listening to a song and you understand different kind of stuff when you read the lyrics and kind of understand the message that they're saying but with like a very happy like tune yeah um so i think that music is really it's a really really great way into connecting people from different parts of the world yeah i totally agree with you i believe Mm. that music creating a life especially in the city and between people so yeah it's like the air we breathe it's something like has to be exactly yes Every day. Exactly. Yeah. And I mean, it, music is something you can't take away from a person. Like if you listen to something, if you like a certain artist, then you do that. Someone can't claim that from you. Yeah. It's a very personal stuff. It's a very personal thing as well. And what are now is more personal as well. What are the different artists mm-hmm. or they bring the life to you and just cheer you up every day? Oh, oh my God! That it's. I mean, how much time do we have? <laughs> uh, oh my gosh! I listen to everything. I listen to everything. It's insane. It depends on what kind of like mood I'm in. When I was younger, I listened listen a lot to like rock music, just like because I wanted to have that vibe and that feeling, you know. And I wasn't that mad as a kid. I wasn't very. I wasn't. I was very shy and like very calm and a chill child, but I loved that kind of beat. But then like the the next day I could listen to like soul and blues and R and B and the day after I could listen to I mean pop music, so I listen to everything. But is if you see my most listened article oh my gosh, this is really hard. <laughs> in the mood I'm in right now is very I'm very interested in K-pop right now. I'm obsessed by okay. K-pop music. So yeah. for you, for you, is the the mood that decide what song you listen to? Yeah, exactly. And I can actually sit for hours. I really love to like uh, research music as well. So I can just go on like different blogs and websites and stuff and look at different playlists and um, charts and see like what music is really in like what what's like the biggest tune in this country right now and just and then I can just like listen and read and yeah so it's like a full-time job just to <laughs> find music that's really but I love it I love yeah, it yeah that's super interesting and what do you think is the the next step for uh, the music now as we you took it like more of the digital festival what's what's is the next step do you think oh the next step, I think that people are actually going to work a lot with visuals. Um, people, like the past few years, um, a lot of artists, they've been like focusing a lot about visuals on stage. Like what is like behind, the, like on the big screens when they're performing. But now when they're not able to perform live, like physically, I think they're going to actually focus a lot on YouTube and videos and music videos instead. Um, because you can see that like the viewers, they've been increasing a lot on those kind of websites. So I think it's going to be more video content when it comes to music. Yeah. 
it's, it will be really interesting to follow the journey. Yeah, yeah, it's really. And yeah. I like it because then it's bring the creativity inside the people out. Exactly, and like how like how should I do this into like getting the viewers' eyes? Like how can I get people to get interested in my music? So a lot of a lot of video content through like YouTube and TikTok and stuff like that. I think that they will actually gain on this. Yeah, yeah, it will be. Yeah, as I said, it will be really interesting. Yeah. Tell me, and what is the next step for you as a person now? Next step as a person, um, I, I'm more of a person who takes everything day by day. I like planning stuff, but you never know how, like, like the outcome of the day, how it will be. So, I think that I'm just gonna learn how to live with this, like everything that happens and just take advantage of like what I know and try to learn more about like industry and learn more about the whole society and just how I can implement my, my creativity and work mode into that. Cool. Cool. Do you think it's a, it's a hard uh, industry field that you're in? Um, I mean, it's, of course it's hard, but I mean, if you know it, then it's not that hard. I mean, you actually, I mean, it's, the music industry is constantly developing into something else. And it's always something like, something is always like, uh, building up to something else. I mean, so, so. But it is kind of a safe industry, but like it's very developing into like a more digitalized world and more like it's a lot of, I don't know, new stuff going on. But I mean, as long as you're, you're actually listening and seeing what's going on, I think that you're quite safe. Yeah. You need to be, how to say it, to catch the wave. Updated. Yeah. yeah. Keep yourself, keep yourself updated. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Well, I guess we talked a lot now about different things in the music industry and the digital festival. If you summarize what we talk about and some of your reflections in, in three takeaway messages, both for producers or for the consumers. Oh, okay. Um, be, I don't know. Be open and just see what other people are doing and take notes and just do it to your own thing. I think that, I mean, this whole digitalized thing is actually, it's opening up something for people who are creative into like creating their own things. So just like expand your horizon, look around, see what people are doing and I mean, Everything is not lost and everything is not like a big error or like you can, you can still work. Just don't stop believing in yourself. As long as you do that, you will actually achieve what you want to achieve. Wonderful. Wonderful. Thank you so much for giving your time, inspiration and sharing the stories with us. Well, thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. Super nice. Really interesting talk. Yes, of course. And I see the time is running. 
I have mm -hmm. one, the last question now. I need three hashtags from you for this episode. Three yes. Hashtags. Okay. Uh, hashtag Låt Live Leva. Uh, hashtag Jubel Agency. Cool. Hashtag Music Will Never Die. Cool. <laughs> That's a new one. Maybe there is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Thank you again. And hopefully yeah. we keep in touch and talk more about the, yes. the 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 new creative ideas that you will come up with. Yes, well thank you so much and thank you for having me once again. And um, I'm looking forward to see this whole thing. <laughs> yes. Thank you. And thank you for listening or watching Urbanistica podcast slash talks. I am Mustafa Sharif. Have a good life.